1: so start looking in the right place with linkedin you can hire professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today
2: welcome to the lifestyles unlimited real estate investor radio show a real estate investment program listen and learn how to use real estate to build wealth and passive income streams for you and your family We bring you experts every day to discuss and answer your questions on everything from single-family homes all the way up to 600-plus-unit apartment complexes. And now, the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show.
3: to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. On today's show, we're going to talk about a topic that many of you have sent me emails about. On yesterday's show, we kind of brushed over it a little bit with Greg and Nicole, and I'll just get right to it. I'm just going to tell you what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about exit strategies. Now, for many of you, you have no concept of what I'm talking about, but let me see if I can put it into a very succinct, Well, let me just get into it here. An exit strategy is basically a planned concept where you are going to begin doing something and then you will finish doing it somewhere down the road. Now, a lot of us have exit strategies. Uh, some of you had exit strategies for your marriages. I hate to point that out, but some of you did. Others of you have exit strategies for your jobs. You know, you're you're working hard doing the things that you're doing. You're you're putting in the time. You're working 40, 50, 60 hours a week. You're on that game plan of working 30 or 40 or maybe even 50 years trying to get to retirement. And of course, we talk about a different exit strategy on this show. The exit strategy of learning how to invest correctly into real estate. And by doing so, we can get you on an exit strategy of getting you out of your current job in five years or less just by following the things that we do. And to start off the show, I asked my buddy, Lee Reeves, to come on. Now, Lee is one of our two-day presenters. What does that mean? It means he's one of the folks that's out there educating all of the membership on how to do this stuff. So, I'll tell you what, Lee has a very compelling exit strategy that he and I talked about before we went on the air. Let me just bring Lee on and just ask him the question. Lee, what was your exit strategy?
4: Hey Al, thanks for having me on. Um, Yeah, we were talking before the show and uh, we were talking generically about exit strategies and the strategy most people have is go to school, go to college, go to grad school maybe, work in a job for 50 years and then retire with your 401k or your IRA or your pension or whatever. And what I found was I was working as an attorney in New York. I tell people now I'm a recovering attorney. It's a, it's a, uh, it's a multi-step process. It takes a while. Um, But I found that when I was working around the clock that I was doing okay. But I wanted to do better than okay, and most people out there do. And I knew that my plan wasn't working. My exit was to continue to work myself to death for another 50 years. And that wasn't, uh, that wasn't something that excited me. And, uh, and what I discovered when I found Lifestyles Unlimited was that there is a different exit strategy out there, right? We, we build cash flow until it replaces our expenses right? It pays for all of our expenses. And to me, that was a real paradigm shift and a different kind of exit strategy. Um, and then I pursued it and I, and I accomplished that goal within three years.
3: Yeah. You know what? And you knocked it out of the park. Cause I know your story real well, and without getting into the the details of of your story, what what I'd really like to know is I'd really like to know how can you help the members of our listening audience change their lives?
4: That that's a great question and a great and a great segue to uh, to something that I do want to show people. Uh, and, and I can go into further detail uh, on on in my seminar if you guys want to attend that with me, but. Uh, If you want to check out Lifestyles the way that I did, uh, you can uh, go and attend one of our free workshops. It's conducted by webinar, okay? Register at LifestylesUnlimited.com, LifestylesUnlimited.com. We also have a case study coming up this Thursday. It's on webinar. It's uh, August the 13th. It starts at 6 p.m. Central Time. You can can find that information on LifestylesUnlimited.com as well. And the two-day financial freedom seminar that changed my course of life—we uh, have coming up this weekend. It's a live stream. It's uh, it's August the fifteenth uh, and sixteenth, and then we have a special four-part evening version of that. Right? If you're working in the middle of the day, weekends are not free for you. Go to the special four-part evening financial freedom seminar online. It starts next Tuesday. And Thursday, and then the following Tuesday and Thursday as well. To attend that two day or the four part financial freedom seminar, go to giveme total freedom, giveme total freedom.com. And the promo code there is Dell, DEL D E L. Would love to have you join me, uh, especially on that four party version.
3: Yeah. You know, it's, it's pretty cool. I I love the way Lifestyles Unlimited has, has changed the approach to education. You know, we used to just do it on the weekends and we realized that there were people that had conflicts and now we're providing that same courseware midweek. And can you give me some feedback on, on what you're getting from the folks that are, are going through that, that process?
4: Well, I, g- generically I can, but, uh, but specific to the four-part, um, we are getting feedback that, oh my gosh, I would have attended before, but it was hard because the weekends are family time, or I have a religious commitment and I just can't do it, or uh, for some people, they work on the weekend. Uh, regardless of the situation, uh, this evening version, we call it the four-part seminar, uh is the same exact seminar uh it's broken up into four different evenings and uh, we convey the same information as we do in that Saturday Sunday version but it's a lot of fun and we've you know uh we're getting a lot of great feedback that that it's what people have been waiting for us to do um and so we're going to be doing that starting next Tuesday
3: you know, I just think it's awesome that, that guys like you are out there. I mean, you've, you've been able to retire yourself using real estate, but you're in the mode of giving back, and you are helping so many people change their lives and getting them on that road to financial freedom. Lee, I, I just can't say enough good stuff about what you do, and we're, we're going to break. And gosh, any, any parting words? Uh, get active. Do
4: it. Get involved.
3: Sounds like a plan. Hey, when we come back from the break, we're going to get into exit strategies. But right now, I've got an execute and exit strategy as we go to break. We'll be back right after this.
1: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place with LinkedIn you can hire professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com recommend today now with the MLB app you can get baseball
2: your way Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. It's time to turn up the volume and fine-tune your passive income plan so you can create the lifestyle you've always wanted.
3: Welcome back to the show. So on today's show, we will talk about exit strategies. I've got got a whole laundry list of things I want to get through. I probably won't get through the entire thing today, so I'm just going to front load you and let you know that. But I'm going to push as much stuff through this microphone as I can today because I want to get you the information you need. But I think it's very important for you to understand one thing. When you purchase a property or an interest in a property, you know, whether you're buying single family, you're buying multifamily, whatever you're doing, you're buying into a business. You are. And it is very important that when you enter into some type of business opportunity, you spend some time figuring out how to get out of that business opportunity. Now, what we don't want you to do is get to a point in time where all of a sudden everything just, you know, the wheels come off the train, that kind of thing. That is not a very good exit strategy. So exit strategy requires planning, and that planning needs to be focused on your goals and your objectives. In other words, what is it you're trying to accomplish by buying a piece of property or buying into a syndicated real estate deal. You know, you got to answer those questions. And and I'll be right up front with you and very clear with you. Before you do any of this stuff, you need to get a proper education in real estate investing. And that's what Lee and I were talking about in the first segment. You really need to dial yourself in to a real estate education. We, we offer the best in the business. It's 16 hours. I'll, I'll be very honest with you. I do about 250 hours worth of radio over the year. And when when you compare the amount of radio that I do to the 16 hours of financial freedom education that we provide when you become a member of Lifestyles Unlimited, you're actually getting more efficiency by going to Lifestyles Unlimited and becoming a member because you're not only getting the education, you're getting the mentorship, you're getting the the networking, you're getting all kinds of things that will help you to go faster and they will help you to develop your exit strategies. But let's talk about some of these strategies uh, for exiting real estate. I know that there are many of you in the audience that you have rental properties now. There's, There's also a bunch of you that are thinking about getting involved in real estate. So some of the things that you need to consider, well, here they are. An exit strategy for real estate is as simple as selling the property. That's right. It may seem very simplistic, And and it does sound simplistic, but it is a very, very good exit strategy. It's an opportunity to put a property on the market and then sell that property to the highest bidder. Just to give you an example of of how that works, um, a gentleman I know by the name of Roger, has several investment properties and, and he has gotten to a point where he is executing that exit strategy. It's because he's he's wanting to pull that money out of single family properties. He wants to move away from investing in single family and he wants to get into multifamily investments. So he has a legitimate plan and he is executing that plan right now. He put two of his properties on the market. And I'll tell you what, the market in Texas, especially for properties below that $200,000 price range that are all fixed up and in great condition is red hot. Now, Now, get this. He received, I think he said 37 appointments to show a property that was just vacated by his resident, so he he did the the fix up work the necessary to you know make it clean because it it you know somebody lived in it for a little while, so he wanted to make it pop on the market. So he put a few dollars into doing that. He received 37 appointments, which turned into I think he said his broker uh, received something like 14 different offers on the property. They kind of whittled that down to to the best and final five properties or five offers that were made. And, and they went through all five offers and they compared, you know, what, what was going to be in Rogers best interest. And I'll tell you what, he got some great offers and he's going to sell that property. There's, there's no getting around it, but the takeaway is this selling the property is absolutely an exit strategy. It's not only an exit strategy from a, a particular business unit that he was operating. So in other words, it, it basically closed down one business unit, but it will provide to him capital to get involved into another investment or another business unit. It's, it's really brilliant on his part, to be honest with you. And it's it's not something new. It is a legitimate strategy. Now, there is another strategy out there and this is one that that I factor in. This is one of the, that many lifestyles and Unlimited members factor into to their their business strategy. It's secession and estate planning. What what that means is this: secession planning is when an investor passes their real estate investing business or businesses on to future generations for them to continue growing and managing the business. Now, estate planning is leaving all the assets in the investor's estate to their heirs, including any ownership interests in their real estate investing businesses, whether they operate the businesses alone or with partners. Now, let me be very clear here: you need, if you're going to do this, you need to talk with the next generation when you create your exit strategies about both the succession and the estate. Plans. Make sure that the next generation desires to carry on the business. If they do, make sure they are also properly educated. You know, one of the neat things about a Lifestyles Unlimited membership is that it is inclusive of. Not only your spouse or significant other, but any children you have in your household at the age of 18 or below. It gives them the opportunity to learn the same things that you learn so that they become educated. They become knowledgeable about what you're doing in real estate. We believe that to be very, very powerful. My kids have gone through all of the Lifestyles Unlimited education. They have. They. I'll tell you what. Our game plan, our real long term, our long, long goal is that whenever I pass away, my spouse will inherit everything. And she's properly trained too. But when she passes away, my children will inherit all of our assets. And that is very, very important that they are properly educated. You know, many businesses close because future generations have chosen other career paths and just To be honest with you, they don't wanna run the family business. So if your heirs don't wanna run the business, then you as the investor should create an estate plan exit strategy so that your heirs can liquidate the assets and sell any business interests. I'll tell you, I went to college with a couple of guys that inherited their family business. And you know what they did over time? They ran it into the ground. And the reason they ran it into the ground, because it didn't align with their goals and objectives. So very important stuff for you to sit down and think about. Very important stuff. When we come back, we're going to talk about exiting a partnership. That is important stuff, too. We'll be back right after this. Austin's Talk 1370. with
2: the lifestyles unlimited real estate investor radio show. We're here to answer your questions and help you become financially free.
3: Welcome back to the show. So we're we're discussing exit strategies and exit strategies are very very important. Let me kind of recap a little bit for you. The first thing that you need to do when you create an investment Opportunity is to think about how you're going to get out of that opportunity before you execute the opportunity. So in other words, if you're going to buy a single-family property and you plan to operate that property. Maybe your game plan is you're gonna go in and find a distressed property. You're going to fix it up following the Lifestyles Unlimited uh, process. And you are going to find a great rent, renter or tenant for that property. Actually, I should say resident. I hate that word, tenant. I gotta stop using it. Um, and the key thing is this. How long are you gonna hold it for? What's the game plan? You know, you need to sit down and think about how you're going to exit out of that property. And, you know, you need to take into account certain things. We're going to get into some of those things that you need to think about. But what I want to talk about right now is exiting a partnership. You know, real estate investing partnerships are often created between two or more people that bring different skills and resources to the partnership. For example, at Lifestyles Unlimited, we have many investors that come together to create a deal. In other words, to to put a deal together because one particular investor can't do the deal themselves. In, in our world, we call that syndicating or offering a property through um, a lead investor to passive investors within the, the organization. Uh, because the size and the structure of the deal makes it prohibitive for that individual investor to do it on their own. And before you invest in property together, you as investors need to, well, potentially create a limited liability company operating agreement and or other partnership agreement that includes exit strategy planning. The partnership agreement needs to include what will happen If one partner wants to exit sooner than others, or if maybe a partner passes away, in other words, who will inherit his or her share of the business? Now, to give you an example, I'm just going to read to you um, right out of one of the operating agreements that that I'm a part of uh, in one of my multifamily deals. It says right here, the company is self-liquidating. In other words, it says... The investment objectives and policies of the company provided in section blah, blah, blah of this memorandum state that the company will be self-liquidating in that upon sale of the property acquired by the company, the company will be dissolved. That right there is a planned exit strategy. It basically says we're all gonna be in this deal until the deal is no longer a deal, until we we sell the deal. It means that if we've refinanced the deal, we're still in the deal. It means that if one of us passes away, and there's, I won't get into the, the legalese about what happens there, but those things are addressed. I think it's very important for you to understand that a partnership agreement needs to be reviewed by an attorney to ensure all parties understand and are in agreement as to how the business will operate during its lifetime, including how the partners exit. And remember, I am not an attorney. I never went to law school. Uh, I don't play an attorney on the radio. I don't pretend to be an attorney. I am just here giving you factual information. And to be honest with you, Lee Reeves, he was a real estate attorney, but he wasn't the kind of guy that would put together agreements like this. So he's not the guy you would turn to either. You would need to make sure you go to a qualified attorney. Now let's, let's talk about some of the tax implications. These, these are things that many of you May not take into consideration when you get involved with an investment property. These are things that might, you know, all of a sudden show up come time for you to file your taxes. All of a sudden, there are these tax implications that, you know, have occurred. So let's talk about what these things are. Now, first of all, I want to tell you that there is a system out there called a 1031 exchange, and it's not something that Lifestyles Unlimited made up it is something that the internal revenue service provides it's it's actually in tax in tax code 1031e it talks about the 1031 exchange and what it does is it allows investors to use profits from the sale of an investment property to reinvest that money into another investment property, thereby avoiding what's called capital gains taxes. And we'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, Or depreciation recapture taxes from the profits of the sale. And we'll talk about those in a minute too. The, the government created this tax code to encourage investing in real estate. And, you know, my, my little snide comment there is to basically protect themselves, because if you look at all the people in Congress, the, the vast majority of them have investments in real estate. So it's in their best interest to make sure that things like the ten thirty one exchange continues to perpetuate. That thing's been around for I don't know, ninety or maybe a hundred years. It's been around for a while. It's not something that, you know, the current Congress dreamed up. It's it's been around for my entire lifetime and for the majority of you out there listening, your lifetime too. Now, investors can sell their rental properties and reinvest the profits in other investment properties and get this, never pay tax until they sell and take the profits out. Now, it requires you to hold a property for a minimum of 12 months. So for those of you that are out there doing that fix and flip stuff that would we don't teach a real as real estate investing because it's not, because it's taxed differently to begin with. But it's not a strategy for, for you folks because you you don't hold the property for at least a year. If, if you're doing it right anyhow, some of you, you do it wrong and you wind up holding the property for a year, in which case maybe that should have been a consideration for an exit strategy. Now, in order to work, the property has to be like kind, meaning it has to be another investment property. What does that mean? It means an investor can sell a residential rental property and purchase maybe commercial real estate using 1031E. But you cannot use whatever you purchase as your primary residence. The 1031 exchange is a great real estate exit strategy for those of us that do buy and hold uh, who want to build wealth over time. Maybe create a succession plan or leave a legacy to our heirs, and, and it works really good. Now, let's talk about these capital gains things. A 1031 exchange allows you, as the investor, to avoid paying capital gains tax on the sale of your investment property when you reinvest the profits from the sale. If you, as the investor, don't want to use Section 1031, then what you need to do is plan your exit strategy for paying a capital gains tax on any profits earned from the sale now how much capital gains tax uh, you will pay well it's based on your income tax bracket and, and other factors but there's there's from what I looked up there's three different capital gains rates out there there's a zero percent rate for some of you might qualify for that it's based on your I believe your adjusted gross income don't Quote me on that. Uh, There's another rate that's 15%. There's another rate that's 20%. So, you know, for planning purposes, what I would recommend if you are thinking about, you know, not doing a 1031, you're willing to pay the capital gains. uh, Greg and Nicole, who were on the show yesterday, they had no problems paying their capital gains. Make sure that you're planning to pay that tax when you sell. Now, um, I I just recommend you go with the 20% bracket because I want you to be very successful and I want you to be in that 20% bracket. Now, there's, there's another thing called depreciation recapture. Now, each year when you file your taxes, the IRS allows you to take a depreciation detection on your investment property. And for those of you that don't know, rental property depreciation is calculated using a useful life. In other words, uh, the improvements on the property have, according to the IRS, a useful life of 27 and a half years. Uh, it's 39 years for for uh non-residential commercial properties but for single family properties for multifamily investments it's 27 and a half years now if you sell the property the irs may assess what's called a depreciation recapture tax and i'll tell you what we're getting ready to go to break and man i can't get into depreciation recapture tax but what i will do when we come back from the break is i will talk about that and more so i'm going to talk about some things that maybe You need to avoid when you create real estate exit strategies. We'll be back right after this.
2: Talk 1370 The Right Choice. Welcome back to the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Now, let's get back to your map to financial freedom.
3: Welcome back to the show. So we're talking about exit strategies. And what I got into in the uh, last segment, I kind of ran out of time, and I apologize for that. I was going fast, so I apologize for that, too. Um, So if I'm losing you in the dust... Go to lifestylesunlimited.com, and when you get there, click on the radio tab. What you're going to find is that all of our shows are podcasted there, so you get access to those shows. If you don't want to go to lifestylesunlimited.com, not a problem. You can find the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show on many of the podcast platforms out there. I I happen to subscribe to Spotify, so that's you know when I want to pick it up, that's that's where I go. I understand it's on iHeart TuneIn Radio. You know it's out there, and if you really are just having a hard time finding it, and and you're just frustrated, just send me an email at askal at l u i n c dot com, and I'll I'll help point you to the hopefully to the right place. So we were talking about depreciation recapture, and and what that is is it's a thing where the the IRS says investment property will be depreciated over 27 and a half years. Now, there are components within the investment property that actually are allowed to depreciate faster. Um, and one of the things that we'll teach you when, when you come to our two-day financial freedom seminar is we'll, we'll talk about cost segregating and things like that. But some things in your investment property depreciate faster. As an example, appliances, carpeting, furniture, they're allowed a five-year depreciation uh, schedule. Uh, office furniture and equipment, if you happen to have those, seven years. Fences and roads, 15 years. And then basically everything else, the residential, rental building structures, furnaces, water pipes, those depreciate over 27 and a half years. Now, I am not a CPA. I don't play a CPA on the radio. So, Consult qualified counsel. Trust me on this. Uh, Don't, don't. Just because I said it on the radio doesn't absolutely make it true. I do my best to give you the most accurate information I can I can give you, but I am not a CPA and I am not an attorney. If you need one, become a member of Lifestyles Unlimited. We have plenty of them that are available in our vendor program and you know they'll get you going in the right direction. But if you sell the property, the IRS may assess what's called a depreciation recapture tax, which gets reported in your tax filing as ordinary income. So in other words, when the sales price of your investment property exceeds the purchase price minus the accumulated depreciation, you may be assessed the depreciation recapture fee. Depreciation recapture can be avoided by doing that 1031 exchange that I talked about in in the previous segment. And as as Greg pointed out on yesterday's show, you can use depreciation on other assets to offset this tax. Just the, the key thing is just keep growing your portfolio. So a lot of you are going to say, all right, Al, that's great. Thanks for the background stuff. Uh, I got it. Where do we start? Well, let me be very clear there. Your investing goals will help determine which real estate exit strategy is right for you. Start by developing your long-range exit strategy. Consider how many properties you intend to buy and decide how long you plan to hold each property. As an example, when we teach you how to buy single-family income-producing properties, we teach you to fix everything up with the the concept of if it's going to break in the next three to five years, make sure you address that in the rehab plan and you address those things and you fix those things. The concept is this. If you have an exit strategy of three years, in other words, you, you want to sell the property in three years, you want to get all of your equity out of the property, you want to move on to maybe two additional properties, most things won't have deteriorated, so it's not going to be that big of a heavy lift for you to get that property ready for sale. Five-year mark, pretty much the same thing. You may have a few more things that you have to address because the property is two years older, but the key thing is this. Make sure that you know what you're planning to do when you go into it. If your goal is to build a specific amount of wealth and leave your rental properties to your heirs to sell, you want to consider what percentage of your estate could ultimately go to capital gains and estate taxes, and how that will impact your inheritance. If you choose succession planning, you want to identify and develop the next generation, which takes me right back to the the most important concept, which is make sure they are properly educated. Otherwise, they may squander everything that you've built. And the most important aspect of determining which strategy is right for you is to begin with the end in mind review your goals periodically and then make adjustments so when we talk about planning your real estate exit strategy remember it's part of your overall business plan review your goals the various real estate exit strategies you selected and write the steps of your business or strategic plan with the exit strategy as the outcome of that plan starting your business plan with the end in mind will keep you on track. However, you must remain flexible since the future is not guaranteed. Just look at what real estate has done over the last six months. I mean, we went into COVID-19, everybody went, oh, doom and gloom, nobody's gonna pay. Well, lifestyle is unlimited. We found the opposite to be true. Almost everybody paid. And you know now we're in a condition where, because there weren't very many properties going on the market through the, the, the spring buying, section, and, and that continued into the summer. Now, all of a sudden, we have people that are demanding properties, and there's just not a lot of inventory out there, and that's part of the reason uh, my, my buddy, Roger, got so many offers on his property, because there is pent-up demand for that. So, staying flexible will keep you ready for all potential outcomes. Now, there's a couple things you want to take into consideration Um, some some mistakes you might want to avoid as you're going through this entire process. Now, when you own that property, make sure you keep up with your maintenance and repairs. Again, if you're buying single-family properties the way we teach you how to buy them at Lifestyles Unlimited, you really aren't going to have many problems with maintenance and repairs because you will have fixed everything that could go wrong in the next three to five years. It's part of the strategy, and it works very, very well. Now, if you're in the the multifamily space, the, the key thing there is you always have a budget for maintenance. Even if you're renovating the entire property, you always have a maintenance budget. It's just the way it works with multifamily properties. Another thing you need to avoid is this. Do not fill any vacancies with unscreened tenants. Let me say that again. Do not fill any vacancies you may acquire with unscreened tenants. I will tell you what, that is a recipe for disaster because you just don't know who you're putting into your properties. I mean, one of the things that we teach you is how to effectively screen your tenants, legally, ethically, and morally. We select the best residents from the biggest pool of possible people and then we put them in our properties and we make sure that, you know, we're exchanging quality housing for, in exchange, their quality residency. It's just the way it is. Here's another thing you need to uh, take into consideration make sure you have leases in place. Make sure you're taking appropriate security deposits in accordance with your local state ordinances. Make sure you have proper documents. I mean, if you spent an afternoon in housing court, you would see eviction after eviction where the landlord handed keys to a tenant with no lease or rental agreement and asked only for the first month's rent. Yeah. Think it through. Think it through and make sure you understand your leases need to be reviewed annually. Uh, We, we, we talk a lot about that in our educational program as to why that's, that's important. So, and I don't want to play lawyer here. I don't want to get into that. uh, But make sure you're doing everything correctly. Record keeping and bookkeeping. I will tell you what, this, this is one thing that will bite you in the butt when you go to sell your property because the, the next potential investor is going to want to see what your property has been able to produce, especially in the multifamily space because you... You evaluate properties based on what the property has performed at. I mean, the, the pricing is based on that also. So make sure you have adequate record-keeping and bookkeeping. And, and don't overestimate the property's fair market value. Make sure that you're working with somebody who is well-qualified to assist you with putting pricing on that property. I mean, uh, I use I use my one of my brokers, my real estate brokers, because they're in the business of doing these things. And they can give me a very good, comprehensive review of what the property is worth in the marketplace. Very important stuff. Now, I'll tell you what, I'm following my own exit strategy right now. I've, as some of you who've listened to the show for a long period of time, you know that I have three duplexes that I bought incorrectly long before I... became a member of Lifestyles Unlimited, which I have corrected. I have increased the efficiency of those things. They're producing cash flow. They're doing great things. And you know what? They've appreciated over time. So it's time for me to exit those properties and reposition the money that I pull off of those properties into other assets. It's going to be a really cool experience. And I'll keep you informed as to how things are going. But I think... The most important thing that you can do is do what Lee Reeves told you to do at the beginning of the show. If you know you're ready to become a member of Lifestyles Unlimited, go to GiveMeTotalFreedom.com. That's GiveMeTotalFreedom.com. Enter the promo code of Dell, that's D-E-L, and you will see an incredible price reduction off of our normal membership price. And remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. Have a great day.